0: Thank you so much for tuning in today. You're listening to The Daily, and I'm your host, Amy Carlin. A few years ago, my husband and I went skiing with my dad, my siblings, my stepbrother, and my half-siblings. My husband had never been skiing before, so he needed someone to teach him. Unfortunately, in the hubbub of getting ready and going to a different resort than we initially intended... He ended up getting a little bit misplaced. We all went off to do our own things. I thought he was with my dad, while I was persuaded by my brother and sister to do two quick runs with them. My dad was busy teaching my 10 and 12 year old half siblings. And 45 minutes later, when I tried to find my husband, nobody knew where he was. My phone was too cold to function, so I went into the lodge to try to find him and warm up and hope that maybe if my phone warmed up, I might be able to get a signal. We all finally were able to meet up in the cafeteria about an hour later. Both my husband and I were pretty grumpy from the experience, and he had already returned his skis. I was very grateful when he let me persuade him to come back out onto the slopes and do some skiing with me In the last little while we had to ski, in spite of his negative experience for the rest of the day. We went and we did some beginner runs together, and he skied pretty well. Because he was willing to let me show him that skiing could be fun, we were both happier when we left the resort than when we'd all met up in the cafeteria. Now he doesn't hate skiing, though he'd hardly say he's proficient, or even has had enough experience to say whether he enjoys it or not. Skiing in and of itself wasn't the problem here. Communication was. But my husband could easily have declared that he hated skiing and never wanted to go again. Instead, while he wouldn't say he loves it, I know that he would be willing to try again because he's told me so. How often do we allow negative experiences like this one to color our perceptions? How often do we allow a negative interaction with a member or a leader affect our opinion of the church as a whole, forgetting that everyone is human and everyone makes mistakes? Are we giving others who've offended us that same allowance that we would want in their place, the allowance of being human and fallible? It's worth noting, the times when we may forget others and leave them behind. I've heard many stories of new members of the church who felt supported and included as investigators, but later feel lost after they have been baptized and become just another member of the congregation. We must choose to reach out to those who've been forgotten, allow others to make up for bad experiences that we've had, and resolve to judge things for what they are instead of for what may surround them. Thank you again for listening today. The Daily is brought to you by The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints.